Welcome to Not Quiet, Just Thinking, the podcast where I tell my story in the hopes that it can inspire you to share yours as well. Hi everyone, happy Monday. It's been really nice where I live, the weather's been great, it's getting warmer, it finally feels like summer, so I'm just in a really great mood and on top of that I'm excited to be back hanging out with all of you, so thank you for joining me. I hope you have a great start to your week and enjoy this episode. Last week I talked about goal setting and how I recognized within my own life I wasn't creating goals that were productive and that were actually helping me get where I want to go and instead they were having sort of a negative impact on me and leaving me feeling like I was constantly not doing enough and what I was doing isn't good enough. And as I was exploring that idea and kind of getting into those emotions, I realized that I was feeling burnout, or at least that's what I was working up to. And I hadn't really thought about that quite yet. So when I had that realization, I decided I wanted to do some research about what burnout really is and what it looks like, what it feels like, how you can cope with it and overcome it. So that's what I want to talk about today. And I didn't really plan to talk about this, but I... I think it's important because now, more than ever, we are all, I feel, experiencing burnout in some way. I mean, I I know for me and for a lot of the other college students out there, a lot of our classes over the last couple of years have been online and, you know, maybe even still are. Even your work may be online and most of your meetings. So I think that has kind of broke down some boundaries and blurred the lines between work and rest because we're doing more at home and we're also constantly able to access our work and our work is always able to access us. So I know for me, like I felt for a while I was just at my desk staring at my computer all day long because I was doing my schoolwork on the computer, having class on my computer recording and editing my podcast, like just doing everything on my computer. So that alone is just physically and mentally exhausting. And I think that that's a main reason as to why burnout is such a prevalent part of our society, just because of what we've been through and what we continue to go through in our personal lives and just all of the overwhelming stress of the world around us. Also, on top of what I spoke about last week, which was mainly relating to how I spoke to myself and how I just was viewing my abilities and my goals with more of a negative outlook because of where I was, which I think more so falls under the category of emotional exhaustion. But I also recognized a lot of signs regarding mental exhaustion, getting frustrated really easily with just random things and feeling kind of on edge and annoyed pretty frequently. Um, also I was forgetting things quite a bit, like, I think we all have that experience where we go into a room and forget why we went in there, and that's completely normal, but I felt like I was doing that a lot, and I would even kind of forget something that someone said to me a couple minutes later, and that is so unlike me. I'm someone who remembers a lot and puts a lot of energy toward, like, paying attention and trying to observe every detail, that's just the writer in me. So as I became more aware of the fact that that was happening so much, I was getting even more frustrated and also just coming to understand that there was something 
wrong. Those are just the signs for me that I was facing some burnout, but there are many, many more. Um, can be changes to your sleep patterns or diet even. Headaches, just really tired all the time. Having a lack of motivation, even a disinterest in passions and hobbies and things that you really love. Um, and there's so many more that I could talk about, but those are just a few that I think are pretty common, so I wanted to bring them up. Something else could be that feeling of, why am I doing this? Why am I putting myself through all of this work for the outcome I'm receiving? And, and that is just, that can be applied to anything. I feel like that sentiment alone just shows the true impact of burnout because even if it's something you love doing and, and something you're working really hard at, it can give you that feeling of, is it even worth it anymore? I really wanted to point out that as I was doing research for this episode and trying to learn more about burnout, a lot of people draw a connection between burnout and depression because on paper, they, they do look very similar. And a lot of the signs that I've said so far are also symptoms of depression. But being a mental health podcast, I want to try to use the most accurate language I can and also address stigmas when they come up. So I just want to say burnout and depression are not the same things. Depression is a diagnosable mental health disorder. I think depression is something that runs a little bit deeper and is something that takes a lot of time and effort and work and professional help, oftentimes even medication to work through. Also, burnout is most often tied to a specific project or job, whereas depression can just be something you feel because of your genetics or chemical makeup. So I just wanted to address that. And because I'll be going into my experiences with depression in the near future, I just wanted to point out that they're not the same thing. Obviously, they're both challenging and they're both important to talk about, but they are different. Throughout my research, I learned that there are three types of burnout. There may even be more, but these are the main three that I kept seeing. By the way, all the sources that I got this information from will be in the episode description, obviously to give them credit, but also if you would like to learn some more beyond what I've said in the episode, please check those out. But anyway, I was intrigued by learning there's different types of burnout because I've never really heard that before. And I thought it was worth sharing in case maybe this is something you're feeling. Having the different types could maybe make it a little bit easier to communicate what you're feeling. So the first type is frenetic burnout, and that is when you're putting so much energy into something and not really feeling the rewards are worth it anymore. And I feel like that comes from a lack of work-life balance. It's more so you're putting all of your energy into work or a project or a goal that you have and you're not getting enough out of it to make it worth it anymore, which is kind of what I was saying with the whole sentiment of why am I doing this? There's also the under-challenged burnout, and that's when you are sort of in a static environment. You're not really feeling stimulated or passionate about your work because it's it's not satisfying for you anymore. It's not helping you grow. It's not exciting. It's not challenging. And being in that situation can, can make your life just feel a little bit boring and, and lead to burnout. And finally, we have worn out burnout, which is basically when you are just really stressed and overwhelmed and you're over it and, and exhausted. And honestly, I think that's kind of 
where I am or, you know, where I, I was getting to. And I'm glad I kind of stopped and realized I needed to make a change. Um, because I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to feel so incredibly exhausted that I just have no interest in my passions anymore. Because I have so much going on right now that I want to be excited about my work and be able to put my all into it. That being said, I think a main takeaway for me and a lesson that I needed to learn at this point in my life is that burnout can happen to you no matter what you're working toward. I used to think burnout was reserved for people who were doing a job they hate. Um, and, and I thought I was kind of immune to that, going into a creative career that's something exciting and, and something I love. But you can still feel that way. No matter what you're doing, if you're neglecting your mental health in the process, you're running the risk for burnout. So I think that was really important for me to learn it now so that I know for the rest of my life to always prioritize myself and and take care of myself while I'm doing the things I love so I can continue to just love doing them. And that's not to say it's always going to be easy and, and I'll never find myself feeling this way again, but I think that's just a really necessary lesson for us all to learn and I'm glad that I kind of got to that point and also why I wanted to share it today. Coming to that conclusion, I wanted to know what to do when you feel burnout or even like how you can prevent it from happening to you in the future because I think as a society, the answer we want to give ourselves to how to overcome our burnout is just to make a huge change or even leave the situation we're in and go to something new and different and exciting. And that's not necessarily possible in a lot of cases. I mean, we can't just quit our job or drop out of school. And also, we may not want to do those things. We may really love our job and not want to give up on it. And like I said, for me, with all the creative work I'm doing right now, like even if I'm feeling a bit burnt out, I don't want to give up because I really am enjoying it and it's what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. So when I talk about you know, what to do when you're feeling burnout, the answer isn't always change your situation or, or step away from it completely. And, you know, maybe if you're in a job where you're just really, really unhappy and it's getting to a toxic, unhealthy point, then maybe that's something you can look into. But but that's just genuinely not realistic for for a lot of us. So I found some other things that may help. First of all, being aware that you're feeling burnout is a really important aspect of this whole conversation because we are all overworked. We're stressed, we're overwhelmed. And like I said, that's because of our personal lives, but it's also just the world around us. And And recognizing our emotions in this situation is the first step to getting help and being able to communicate how we're feeling with other people. That being said, if you feel it is necessary or if you would like to reach out to a therapist or a mental health professional, that's obviously a really amazing option and and may give you the help that you need. But as we've covered on this podcast, therapy isn't always the the step you're looking for and it may be something you're not really open to right now, which is fine. And also we have to recognize that in our world, in our country, not everyone has access to therapy. That's something I hope to be a part of changing in the future. And in saying that, there's also just really great resources for you on the internet, whether that's another podcast or videos or 
something out there provided by a mental health professional who can share some tips with you about how to deal with your burnout and maybe that would be a good route for you to to try out. Something I emphasized a lot last week that I wanted to bring up again is self-care. Just having a routine that includes things that you love and that bring you joy and help you promote mental, physical, and spiritual well-being are so important and just taking that time for yourself every day is is you prioritizing yourself and I think doing those things consistently can really help you work through some of the overwhelm you're feeling because of a job or project. Going along with that, you may want to try out meditation, breathing exercises, physical exercise, you know, things like that can be really, really helpful even if, you know, I feel like we hear that a lot, but that has been something recommended to me by a lot of mental health professionals, so I think it is a really, a really great option and something worth trying out. And this goes along with the awareness I was talking about at the beginning, but doing a daily check-in with yourself, whether that's writing in a journal or even calling a friend or a family member, maybe even just internally asking yourself, how are you feeling right now? All of those things are bringing us back to the present moment and challenging us to look within ourselves and find that awareness of how we're feeling. Finally, a really important aspect of coping with burnout or even preventing it from happening in the future is forming boundaries and learning to say no. I honestly don't have much to say about this one because I, I'm i still working on this myself and I, I do find it really challenging to say no, especially when I have you know, like an employer or professor asking me to do something. And again, that's not always realistic and possible um, in many situations. But I will say, I think once you really understand your worth and you understand what's best for you, it, it becomes a bit easier to vocalize what you need and what you want out of a situation. But again, that's something I'm still working on and and hope to get into more in the future. If you have any tips, please let me know. But I think forming boundaries is something that will definitely be helpful in avoiding burnout for me in the future by just, again, prioritizing myself and my mental health and ensuring that I'm giving myself the space I need to have time away from work. The last thing I want to talk about today is the fact that I kept seeing a connection between imposter syndrome and burnout. Imposter syndrome is a term I never heard before going to college, but being in classes about filmmaking and content creation, it's come up quite a bit because that is such a relevant topic within those industries. Basically, imposter syndrome is feeling like an imposter in your in your work because you're you don't think you're good enough and you doubting yourself and thinking like you shouldn't be where you are because you don't deserve it. I saw that connection in my research and I wanted to bring it up because I I do think it's true. And this connects to what I was talking about last week and not really stopping to celebrate where you are, celebrate your accomplishments in the moment. And that can be a huge aspect of burnout because we we're tearing ourselves apart by not celebrating where we are and that just leads to us being overwhelmed and exhausted and and back to that feeling of, why am I doing this? And within that, I just want to leave you with the same exact message as last week. Which is just enjoy the journey. Even if you're in a space right now where you really are overwhelmed and you feel like what you're doing is pointless and it's not what you want to be doing, if you're experiencing burnout, it's okay. 
it is really challenging. And if you're able to take a break, that's the best thing for you. Uh, even if that's just having a couple hours where you're away from your work, you're just with yourself, you're really aware of of your physical being and the feelings you're having. It's really important, but we we can get through this. We can get stronger and it it does make us stronger because it helps us recognize the boundaries we need to make. And it also can push us closer to our passion because maybe we're recognizing that where we are just isn't the right place for us and and maybe we need to put more energy into the things that really give us joy and and ignite that fire within our soul. So I'm going to leave you off there today. Once again, I have left some resources in the episode description if you want to learn some more. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, I would greatly appreciate if you check it out. Again, we talked all about goal setting. So please, please listen if you have not yet. I thank you all for your love and support. Once again, my name is Gabby. This is not quite just thinking. And I'll see you next week. Bye.